Thank you for listening today to the Kingdom Business Coaching KBC Keys Podcast. And now your hosts, the co-founders of Kingdom Business Coaching, Patrice Seguet, Scott Landis, and Deborah Schlott. Welcome to the KBC Keys Podcast. I'm Patrice Seguet with Scott Landis and Deborah Schlock, and we are continuing the discussion around the KBC Keys. Uh, we began the series talking about the relationship key. We laid foundation for that. And I tell our listeners, if you're just joining us for this podcast here, go back to our old podcast and get the foundation uh, so that the future podcast will make a lot more sense to you. We are going to be on this series for a while. And, um, and part of what we're doing this series is because we have a class coming up on this. It will take even deeper. Is the way we coach. is our coaching system. Also, we have a coaching certification coming up. And we have a book coming up as well. Uh, so we dealt with relationship key. And then we also dealt with the value key. Because we at KBC believe that a successful business must have healthy relationships both in and out of the organization. And we also believe that a successful business must have clearly stated values, and those values must be integrated throughout the organization. And then, now we have begun in the last several weeks dealing with the growth key. Uh, because we believe that no matter how healthy your relationship, no matter how great your, how well integrated your values, if the business is not growing its top and bottom line, it is unsustainable. When we work with clients, we work with them on making sure that their business is sustainable. And so today we're going to continue dealing with this growth key. We dealt with the theory of growth last week where we talked about the essential elements that are key uh, to growth. Today we're going to talk about the hindrances to growth. The hindrances to growth. What are the things that causes people not to grow? What are the obstacles, if you will? And we've identified seven hindrances to growth or seven things that hinders people from growing. And so Scott and Deborah, I'm going to go over these seven things. And then, and then I want us to take them one by one. We have a discussion around that. I want to hear your perspective. All right. So in the training, in the book, we identify seven things that hinders growth. The first thing is poverty mentality, because we believe that people don't grow because they think poorly. They have an attitude that they don't deserve um, growth, or they have a misconception of money, a bad image of wealth, a bad image of themselves. That's one. The other is lack of knowledge. You just don't know how. Uh, they want to properly motivate it, but don't have the knowledge on how to grow. And that's where we come in. We want to bring knowledge to the table. The other thing is fear. We believe that fear, the fear of failure and the fear of success is one of the things that hinders people from growing. We also believe that people don't grow because they have a resistance to pain. Because growth, as we learn in the theory of growth, growth creates pain. Because Jesus himself made a statement that as things become fruitful, that he prunes them, that he may what? Bear more fruit. Well, people don't like to be pruned. Uh, and then the other reason, the other hindrance to growth is inadequate work ethics or lack of work ethics. Growth takes work. Uh, you know, this week I've been working on some growth stuff. You know, it's just, it's a grind. 
It's time. It's you got to put, and that's something sometimes we don't want to do. No matter how much we love our jobs, we or our, or our business, we may not like the things about it that feels like work, right? There's some things about it. No matter what you're doing, that feels like work, and you can't automate everything because some things you got to do yourself. It's like your home, right? It's good to have this beautiful home. But then you gotta cut the grass, you gotta sweep the floors, you gotta do all these things. Robots can't do everything for you. And by the way, children are slaves. Even though I use my children a lot. We try. That's right. And children these days, they'll tell you in a minute that, um, you know, <laughs> they'll talk back to you in a minute. And then the other issue uh, that hinders growth is lack of systems. Um, they don't have the systems that are necessarily necessary to grow. And then the last piece is inadequate or improper counsel. They just don't have the right counsel. And again, that's where we come in, or improper counsel, or have no counsel at all. So let's take it one by one. Before we do, I want to hear your thoughts. It's our second week on this growth key. Um, looking at what we discussed last and what we're going to talk about today. Any thoughts, any just general open-ended talk before we get into it. So, Scott, let's start with you. You dealt with the relationship key. Any general thoughts before we get into this, we deep dive into these things? Well, as you're talking about these, I, I, some of them you said lack of. Mm -hmm. Some of them, you, like you mentioned, fear. Um, and I was thinking maybe you intentionally didn't say lack of for every, all seven of them, mm -hmm. but all of them have, there's a lack of something right. for all seven of them. And it was, I was, so I was thinking, okay, what is fear? That's a lack of what? Lack of faith maybe. Mm. But every one of these you could put into um, a lack of. So I was thinking that makes a lot of sense because you know, growth, what's the opposite of growth is maybe lack. I mean, I'm mm, maybe true. stretching a little bit here, but, but uh, I just thought that was interesting as, uh, as I was listening to you, um, you, you mentioned resistance to pain. What's mm. that a lack of? Mm. Maybe a lack of mm. um, grit. That's or right. A lack a of courage. Yes. Yeah. But um, I like it. I like the idea of just sort of overgeneralizing this concept that, you know, the opposite of growth is a lack of something. And maybe mm. there's an assessment to be had where you could say, okay, what am I lacking the most of? And so Good. I can focus primarily on that. I might be lacking several things, but on a scale of one to 10, the one that I'm lacking the most of, I can work on this area and that will help my growth. Yeah, what is the highest, uh, the most painful lack that I have? Sure, sure. I like it. Deborah. You know, I think uh, as we were talking about this, it's really around uh, what do I value? Mm. If there's a something that's missing, mm. right? That I have that um, I don't value the growth, or I don't value my worth ethic, or mm. I value something else more than the growth of my organization or my business. And so I think that um, looking at values as well um, and how they play into this process. It's not coincidence you pick values, is it? No, I'm talking about relationships and that. I thought, you know, this really has to do with value. What, yeah. do, I, what do I value? What do I value? And, and perhaps um, for some that may be ready, uh, satisfied yeah. with um, the status quo mm. or a certain mm. level and not mm. growing beyond that, mm. that may be what they value as opposed mm. to continual growth. So you can't really disconnect the growth key from your values how you view the world and your core beliefs, can you? 
No, you cannot. And we talked about it earlier being the bridge between relationships and growth. Mm. And values really does uh, bridge that. It, it, it um, identifies it, I think, and magnifies what's important to us. Yeah. Well, so let's take each of these and drill down. Okay. So let's start with poverty mentality. Um, so poverty mentality being a hindrance to growth. And so, Scott, what would that be a lack of? Well, uh, a lack of um, belief mm. in, um, in the sovereignty and abundance of God. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Just off the top well, of my head. One thing I would say is say lack of belief in self. Sure. Lack of not having the proper image. You lack the understanding of who God is and how he's created you and his will for your life. So you perceive then your perception of resources and money is totally uh, destroyed or is convoluted mm. because you don't have a proper kingdom view of who God is and who you are in him mm-hmm. and what you deserve, what he's created you to accomplish and achieve and the fact that he created you to have dominion, meaning to be steward over his resources. And that could be a lot, that could be a little. It's all relative. But the idea is that you thinking from a poverty mentality puts you in a position where you're in denial or you subconsciously reject his plan for your life. Mm. Deborah. And I think people see what they believe, right? So if they see that there is lack in of resources, money, opportunity, whatever it may be, that they cannot they cannot find the abundance that's, that's right. there. That's right. And once they and we've seen this happen, um, especially on an international scale, mm-hmm. where those who began to believe that that um, it wasn't being pitiful and oh poor me, mm. that. Um, the growth that occurred in those um, in those areas, and when they started to believe in themselves, and that there was abundance, that's right. That God was for them. That He was going to provide answers. That there is, um, you know, a great storehouse that He has that He's inviting us to be a part of. I have literally have tested this, where whether it's on the week or a month, where I'm reviewing our financials and looking at our state, looking at where we are versus where we want to be, looking at cash in the bank versus kind of receivable, projected revenue to come versus expenses, and there are times where there's a gap. And I don't know how that gap is going to be met because based on my anticipation. I've literally tested this. What I would do, just as a ritual, I would say, Lord, show me the abundance. Mm-hmm. Mm. Show me where the abundance, show me what I, going back to uh, the, the, um, the message that we've done on on nothing but a job well. So show me what my assets are. Show me what our assets are. And as I focus on what we have, and I begin to say, God, show me how to use sometimes relationships, sometimes it's, it's ideas, sometimes it's tools, sometimes opportunities, whatever it is. And I start mining that. I start focusing on that literally every time before I know it, within a day, within two days, within a week, whatever, whatever that lack was, it turns around. 
what you're really saying, Patrice, is that being, um, it's almost like looking at what you can be grateful for. That's right. Instead of what is missing, That's right? right? What am I grateful for? And once we begin to see how really full our lives are, um, what the blessings that we've been receiving, then we see even more as we go through. So it begins with a mindset, right? If you, if you don't overcome this lack, this power mentality, no matter what we give you, no matter how we help you, it won't get you anywhere. Scout, lack of knowledge. Why is knowledge important to growth? Well, first thing that comes to mind for me is when, when you think about how to find fulfillment, it's really about contribution, right? What you can contribute. And I always associate that with growth. Like if you don't have anything to contribute, it's because you haven't grown. So how do you grow? You find knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. If you haven't, if you haven't, uh, you know, studied uh, the best resources, if you haven't read the Bible, if you haven't, you know, communed with God, if you haven't like sought out the, the best practices, you know, that is knowledge that's out there. And we live in a day and age where uh, growth is accelerated because knowledge is so accessible. I you love know, it. a decade ago or 20, 20 years ago, there was no internet, right? So um, now, you know, there's no excuse. And no matter where we've gone around the world, we always find somebody with uh, access to right. a, a phone, like that's a cell right. phone, and that's the, everybody has access to knowledge. So that's what occurs to me. I mean, there's no excuse to go get it. I love, what, I, I love the idea that knowledge has accelerated, therefore growth has accelerated, yes. which means we have to believe that and embrace that. That if knowledge doubles every so often now, that means we should then expect our growth or the world's growth to double every so often. So this doomsday theory is not true. There is an abundance because abundant knowledge means abundant growth. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, well, two things come to my mind on this. And the first is, you know, I think it's our team that we are always seeking out something new. We're, right. we're reading new books. We're following um, other people's podcasts and blogs and information to continually be on top of the, uh, the latest um, information that's out there. The other thing that comes to mind is, it, you know, this is a, an investment it's an investment into your business of so spending money, which sometimes people don't want to do, That's right. but spending money to um, get the knowledge where you are uh, lacking. Mm. So if it's your financial statements and you need to understand them, you spend some money or time with a, a, an accountant or um, enroll in a college extension course, whatever it needs to be. Um, if you don't understand social media, maybe you need to hire somebody who can do that. It's an investment into your business. And we, while we can't be experts in all areas, we do want to invest in order to grow our business. And then sometimes that means getting um, the right people in place. I love it. The Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the Bible tells us that um, Solomon um, was giving wisdom and from wisdom, he became the wealthiest man that ever lived. There's something about knowledge and you're right it does cost so we want to invest sometimes the cost is your time sometimes it costs your time and your money mm. if you're not willing to invest in your in acquiring knowledge then you will not grow period um one of the things that i recommend all the time and it blows me away when i work with an entrepreneur and i say what are the best business books you've read 
and they're like nothing like there's nothing there i'm like what are you doing and I mean, I don't know if we can get a little uh, stipend from Audible, but I recommend Audible all the time. <laughs> like, right, go right. sign up for that's Audible, right. and, in tw- and you get a book a month. That's right. And in 12 months from today, imagine the difference in your head, in your, in your mindset, in your ability to perform between now and next year. You've uh, listened or downloaded into your brain the top 12 business books. And, you know, I sell Audible all the time. So, Audible, come uh, see me. <laughs> hey, listen, I love it because some people say, but I don't like reading. I fall asleep. Audible keeps you up. Even if you fall asleep with Audible, it goes into your subconscious. <laughs> Seriously, it goes into your subconscious. So, do what Scott says. Read, read, read. You got something there? I was going to say, you know, we talked about our business owners or our business leaders. But also this lack of knowledge, investing in your people. That's right. Giving them the opportunity to attend um, training classes. Conferences, training. Buying buy books, books for, them. for them. You know, we have an upcoming staff retreat. That's and in right. that staff retreat, we're, right. we have a book that we're all That's needing right. to read. Right. And that has been an ongoing practice for many years for us. So um, and reinvesting into your people and into yourself and making it a priority in your and budget. And entrepreneurs, don't you say it's not in your budget. Mm. Because... You get out of your people what you invest in them. That's right. You're not growing because you're not investing in your people. The next thing is fear. And there are two types of fear we talk about in biblical entrepreneurship. Fear of success and fear of failure. So, Scott, you know, pick one of the two or both. You know, so tell me, what do you think about this fear? Why is fear such, a, such an obstacle to growth? Uh, personal experience when I um, lost everything and I had to start from scratch uh, a few years back, um, I was uh, I was afraid of success. I did have a fear of success, and it's not something that was debilitating for me, but I recognized that it was there, and I'd been through BE, so I was you know at least aware and cognizant and thinking about it. Um, but there's a real fear there to. Um, well, the fear for me was like, I knew I was so close to God when I was in the wilderness and when I was at the lowest point and I was like, okay, I don't want to lose this. If I, if I become successful, you know, financially for, for one thing, um, and then I get back to the place where I was before I lost everything, uh, where I didn't have the same connection with God. I don't want to lose that. And it definitely had a toll on my growth rate. Wow. It didn't stop me from growing, but I definitely was slower Slow to grow. Yeah, I love your point because you identified a time in your mind, a time when you had financial resources, or the time where you were not as close to the Lord or not close to God, mm-hmm. and that brought about some destructive behavior or at least not a fulfilled life. Right now, losing everything draws you closer to God, mm-hmm. and then now the question becomes: Wait a minute. If I get back to where I was or similar to that, I might lose this intimacy, right? right. And then that takes us now back to the problem mentality. So yeah. if you have a fear of success, the quiz a question, what's your worldview? Mm-hmm. Because then your worldview, maybe you have to go to the first point, your worldview, power mentality, then you interpret success with uh, something that takes you away from God versus success being something that God wants to give you, mm-hmm. right? And that there is a way to achieve financial success without losing that intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but just as it's not easy to be poor and not be close to God, it is not easy to be rich and not be close to God. Both are possible. Would sure. you guys agree? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Dad. 
Well, then I think uh, I'll, I'll take on the fear of failure, Scott, since you took the other side of it. Um, you know, I think for some people, um, some of us receive messages as small children, right, that were repeatedly um, dropped into our brain about doing our best, being, doing things with the right purpose in mind, always being um, perfect at what we did. And that can hold us back from uh, succeeding because we're fear afraid. If I don't do it right, if I make a mistake, mm -hmm. then uh, then it's going to be, um, I'm going to be judged. Right. You know, you're right, consequences, I'm going to lose everything. People are going to be just disappointed and think poorly of me. And so that fear of failure plays a huge part of that. This is where we, when we don't have confidence, as mm -hmm. you said earlier, in who we are, mm -hmm. whose we are, mm -hmm. who's Good. leading us along the way, and that uh, failure is part of the journey. It's part of the process because that is, because it feels so bad, that is the one place where we learn the best lessons. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, which leads us to the next thing, and then we're gonna, this is going to be our last point because our time is running out. Can you just believe it? This time flies so fast. <laughs> we're going to talk about resistance to pain. Uh, so let me get start with you, Deborah, resistance to pain, because I've passed that because we don't want to fail because we don't want to feel the pain of failure, That's right. and that in turn hinders us from growth or from success. Talk or, about be, or being brave to step out in faith right. to hear what, where God wants to lead us and that we may not know where that's going. We may not have the skills or abilities to do that. And that keeps us from moving ahead. I love it. But I think that, as you said, sometimes when we are in growth, there's things that we need to cut away that we are no longer to either do or have or participate in. And they feel like loss to us, that's right. uh, especially if it's in groups or other mm -hmm. um, areas. I mean, I've been asked on many occasions by God to cut off some of my friends, mm -hmm. that they were not helpful for the next phase or next step of my life. Boy, is that hard to do because yes. they're people that you like. That's right. And you and you have um, some sort of, a, you have a relationship yeah, with great them. Great memories with them. They're nice, good people. They are. They're very good people. But you know, if I had stayed behind, I would have been behind. Wow. <laughs> Oftentimes, when I talk to groups, I, I challenge them. I say, you know, Look at your circle, the people you hang around, and here's a question. Are they where you want to be? And if they're not, then the question for you becomes, is that where you want to be? Mm -hmm. And it could be. Whether, by the way, it's financially or emotionally or socially. Mm -hmm. You know, and because who you hang with, the birds of the feather flock together. Scott, because it's in the pain. Um, I've heard it said that um, someone who's bold experiences pain quickly and dies. <laughs> you know, I think about a guy standing on, uh, on a ledge ready to, you know, hang glide. Bold one will go do it right now. The fearful one will sit there and stew forever and that pain is going on for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. So there's pain one way or the other. One is quick. The bold ones are going to experience pain quick if they if they fail, but they'll get it over with. They like could it. succeed as well, right? Mm. But if you let fear keep you from being bold or hanging back out of fear of pain, right? That pain of just like the anxiety of holding back and not moving forward is pain itself, and that lasts a lifetime. So be bold. I love it. And then the other thing is you'll, you'll never know whether you could have succeeded. Sure. It goes back to the... Um, to the uh, what's that animal in in the in, in the uh, in, in the stew the uh, in hot water frogs the frog boiling in, in, the frog in, yeah, yeah yeah that that's the scenario 
I love it. So hey, you're gonna be you're gonna experience pain one way or the other. Be bold, do it now, even unto death, right? Isn't that what Christian is all about? I believe so. Right? Let's do it. So takeaways. Deb, what's your takeaway? Well, you know, I think that um, growth can be scary, but it's important to have others around you that can help you go through the process and help you to recognize where you're at. So do you have a poverty mentality? Is it about lack of knowledge? What's the assessment of where you are at today and how can you move forward? A assess your growth attitude, right? There you where go. are you and what do you have to deal with? Scott. I like that. Patrice, you said, show me the abundance. That was mind blowing for me. I can't believe I've never heard that before. So um, when next time I'm sitting there with a cash flow crunch and uh, just that step of faith to, to, to ask God to show me the abundance, I love it. I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna use it. Thank you for that. Works every time. And sometimes in the, when the economy is bad, the worst thing to listen to is the news. Because what did I do? Keep telling you how bad things are. I shut it out because I want to focus on the abundance because I need, I need an abundant mindset so I can think positive, be positive, trust God and believe God, be in faith so that through that, guess what happens? I'm seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness and what things are begin to follow me versus run away from me. I hope this has helped you. It has helped me. This is worth listening to over and over again because the Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've been listening to KBC Keys. If you want more information about how to download this podcast or resources how we can help you in your growth strategy, visit us at kbckeys.com, kbckeys.com. There you can also learn about classes that we're going to have coming up, how we can come alongside you, help you as coaches, or if you want to be a certified coach, learning our system, you can learn that from there as well. We'll talk to you again next week. In the meanwhile, though, here's our prayer for you. May God give you the grace and favor to build a transformational company that impacts people, planet, profit, and eternity. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. To find out more and to discover some great resources, go to kingdombizcoaching.com. That's kingdombiz, B-I-Z, coaching.com. Contact us. Our email address is info at kingdombizcoaching.com. And now, may God bless your business today.